Welcome to the Light Reading Podcast. I'm Phil Harvey. I'm an editor here at Light Reading. I'm Kelsey Zeiser. I'm also an editor at Light Reading. And I'm Jeff Baumgartner, senior editor, also at Light Reading. Welcome, everybody. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Good, good. How's everybody doing? Uh, pretty good. Kelsey, good. you doing okay? Yep. Just fighting off some allergies. <laughs> well, we'll we'll quickly uh, uh, get get on with the podcast so we don't, uh, um, uh, you know, we can outrun them possibly. You know, <laughs> time between sneezes is what we're what we're trying to measure. Um, so, uh, Jeff, we want to talk to you about pay TV, about streaming, and about all all things, uh, you know, competitive entertainment viewing. <laughs> so we've got five questions. Mm-hmm. First of all, okay. how many people actually streamed the Super Bowl, okay. which is the biggest well, television event uh, of ever? I think it's universal. No, I think it's, it's it's beyond our solar system. But you know, I, yeah, the uh, uh, CBS Sports, uh, you know, CBS carried it in the U.S. and they said that it care. Uh, there was like an average minute audience of five point seven million, and that was across its streaming platforms which included there's a free stream on cbs the cbs sports site they had an app for cbs sports and some other digital properties like uh yahoo sports and then also uh cbs all access the uh, subscription streaming service had uh the super bowl streaming on there um and now that number the 5.7 million uh that didn't include uh the streaming of the CBS feed on like virtual MVPDs like YouTube TV and, and uh, uh, Sling TV, you know, as a couple of, or, or any, any of those, that group that has access to the CBS uh, local feed. Um, but that, but even that streaming number, that 5.7 was a record, you know, for, for the subsection of the audience that it, it uh, represents. Okay. Yeah, so uh, looking at um, streaming services, <laughs> what is uh, Paramount Plus and how does that fit in with CBS All Access? Okay, well, um, just boiled down, I mean, it's Paramount Plus is going to be a, a successor to CBS All Access and, and they're going to have uh, more content, you know, just in general, and, and they're going to launch on March 4th. And um, they still haven't announced any new pricing for Paramount Plus, and, or if it's going to, you know, mirror what CBS All Access has had, they, they've had like a uh, uh, an ad-supported price, and then a price where uh, uh, you don't have any ads. So I'm kind of hoping that uh, they'll they'll keep it the same. You know, because I've been using it mostly to to watch some of the new Star Trek stuff they've been doing, and, and some of the the new stuff that they have in the queue. And then uh, even during the Super Bowl, you know, just to kind of tie them all together, um, uh, they were Paramount Plus. They had a lot of promotions for it and that they were talking about a new, like kind of a prequel to this Yellowstone series that I've been watching. But ironically, I've been watching it on uh, NBC Universal's Peacock. <laughs> but uh, but the prequel is going to show up on Paramount <laughs> Plus. So I guess I'm going to stick around, uh, but hopefully not have to pay much more for it so is it is a it's a paramount show though right no it was a paramount show and then uh, peacock 
you know, uh, did some licensing agreements too to kind of broaden its own uh, uh, content. You know, uh, they were doing some stuff with Viacom uh, CBS, and uh, strangely enough, yeah, one of those license titles, Yellowstone, is like one of the more popular ones on Peacock. So interesting. Um, okay, so it, along with these uh, uh, streaming services like Peacock, like Paramount Plus, um, I've, I've been interested in the names, you know, and why why they don't use NBC and CBS, you know, in their names. Any idea why they decide to go with uh, uh, with names that are different than their corporate network brand? Yeah, um, well, with respect to Paramount Plus, uh, you know, Viacom, CBS. They're pretty upfront. They they kind of reason that uh, Paramount is um, uh, carries more brand recognition than CBS does on a on a global basis, and, and that kind of fits in with uh, their plan to distribute uh, Paramount Plus in multiple markets uh, outside the U.S. So definitely more of a branding thing. Uh, I'm not sure what what kind of drove NBC Universal to go with Peacock, other than you know, the, the peacock symbol and you know, character is kind of goes back to the NBC heritage. And, and I think that they decided, well, we don't want to call it NBC Universal Plus. Um, and, and apparently they didn't agree with with uh, using the studio and doing like a Universal <laughs> Plus. But, um, you know, but it's not always been the case. Right. I mean, you know, Universal stuck- Plus sounds really redundant to me. Yeah. Right. It's a, Two universes. It, it's just, yeah, it wasn't the right fit, you know. But Disney, you know, they stuck with their own branding with Disney Plus and, and HBO, uh, you know, carried enough weight, you know, outside the U.S. To, to, for AT and T to go with uh, HBO Max for their new uh, supersized streaming service and uh, Discovery. You know, th- th- there's enough people, uh, enough consumers around the globe know that brand, so they went with. Discovery Plus uh, for for that service. So, you know, uh, it's been a little bit of a mixed bag in terms of how some of these services have been branded. Do you feel like uh, live sports is still a a killer app for pay TV? Um, You know, I think it's still uh, still pretty important. Um, I think it's really one of the last things that's really keeping the, um, the pay TV bundle together. Uh, but we're seeing a lot of change even in that area. You know, we talked about CBS All Access and Paramount Plus. Um, you know, they're going to have a lot of live sports content in addition to everything else. And then you've got Amazon out there with um, with the Prime Video service, and they're, they've been doing a lot more uh, live sports, you know, through that, that service. So, you know, you're kind of seeing the pay TV uh, and, and sports – you know, still continue on, but there's some other options that are that are going to change that. Um, and you know, from my only personal standpoint, I've actually, you know, sports is a reason why I, I have more than one ATV service right now. Um, I have Comcast, but I also have uh, AT and T uh, TV because AT and T TV still uh, they they carry uh, Altitude TV, which is the regional. Sports network that covers the uh, carries the uh, the Denver Nuggets games and the Colorado Avalanche, you know Comcast and Altitude. So I'm gonna come together with a deal. So I'm kind of on a um, a no contract month to month 
uh, basis with with the AT&T service. Um, it's a little pricey, you know, just for that, but um, I'll do it for a couple months and see if there's enough value to, to continue on, at least until maybe, you know, Comcast and uh, Altitude can get their acts together. Kelsey, do you picture Jeff walking around his house with like a, a, a gun holster and he has like remotes on each side <laughs> and he just like twirls them, you know, and he's got all his pay TV services going. Yeah. And like one of those like pure hats, but with bubbly sparkling water in it. Because <laughs> we know he loves that. <laughs> just stay well, hydrated while he's watching. You may not be that are we, far are we off. in the ballpark, Jeff? Is this close? Yeah. I mean, I don't have the holster. But I do have like one of those little caddies, you know, with, with all the remotes and, and I think. Right. Okay. But well, when you're talking about like where I have everything together, I mean, there's probably um, five or six remotes, you know, to, to be able to control everything. That's, that's how bad it's gotten. So you're not, they're not that far off. He's one of those, like, as soon as. As soon as he calls Best Buy, they send out like their best people. Like <laughs> you know, the, the blue van pulls up immediately. Right. What can we do, Mr. Bumgarner? <laughs> Just roll out. I have the uh, the top tier of the Geek Squad comes to my house. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it, it, it's a last question. You mentioned you know the regional sports networks being something that that drew you from one service to another. Um, do you think there's anything else left? you know, that there's any, any gas left in the tank for pay TV or, or what else is going to hold people together, you know, on those services. If, um, if live sports is, is kind of eroding as a, as a reason to, to hang on to yeah. the TV service. You know, I think, I think, um, access to, to live news, uh, still has, um, still carries some weight. Um, but even that's dissipating because a lot of the free, uh, streaming services like uh, Pluto TV and Tubi for a couple of, ex- uh, as a couple of examples, have a bunch of uh, live TV news services. Um, but if I had to think if um, uh, the financial aspect of uh, the TV was uh, not an issue for somebody, it was something else that might keep them there. It might be just, uh, you know, plain old inertia, basically, you know, even if you want to, just hold on to broadband and, and drop the cable pay TV service. Uh, you know, it's still a little bit of a hassle to kind of change that whole setup. And, and I think even if you're considering dropping pay TV for you know something other than a financial reason, you know, just just the uh, the sheer hassle of it might might keep you around. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a uh, uh, you know one, one strange reason to keep you around. Um, but you know, I think the other Weird thing that's kind of happened under, uh, kind of beneath all this is um, uh, with respect to pricing on pay TV. Uh, it's become really as much of a problem for some of the virtual MVPDs that are out there. Um, you know, they all started with very low prices comparatively, yeah. but they were operating on very thin margins. You know, not a great business to be in uh, for a lot of these guys, but then. A lot of them have been uh, expanding their lineups, adding more programming, and that's been jacking up the uh, the cost of the programming. And you know, a lot of them have been forced to um, raise their rates as well. So you know, suddenly one of the advantages they had is is, is uh, kind of out the door. So. Yeah, we we had that happen with uh, we switched over to YouTube TV, and 
their prices initially were really reasonable and not that they're not now, but they, it almost doubled. Um, <laughs> so that was a little surprising, but uh, we decided to stick with it because we like the interface um, so much and, and how you're able to record. And um, so those are some big benefits and probably gone along with the inertia. Like, uh, do I really want to find another one <laughs> to switch to? This one's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, changing is a hassle, and I, I could I could kind of see if, if the broadband providers and pay TV providers really wanted to, they could they could clamp down on pricing. You know, offer people ridiculously low rates over an extended period of time. You know, kind of like they used to do, but but you know, but yeah. maybe ramp it up competitively because the the uh, streaming services, you know, they can't really be that flexible in their mm-hmm. pricing now. They've 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 pushed it to the limit already. And, um, you know, with that bundling, you know, maybe they make up some profit margin in the broadband and other other services. Yeah, I think with some of the especially with some of the big uh, distributors like a Comcast and a Charter, they've just decided we're not going to chase customers anymore. The video customers with uh, really steep discounts like, you know, they'll let these streaming guys fight over that group. And and, you know, we'll we'll uh, just weather whatever losses that results from, and we'll just do our best to retain, you know, the, the, the very high, high profit uh, customers and, and then just focus on broadband. You know, that, that seems to be the, the playbook right now. That sounds about right. Okay, Jeff, Kelsey, thanks very much. Jeff, you survived five questions. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, we will let you get back to uh, uh, changing all the batteries in your, uh, in your various remote controls. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs>